Ringer Dish is the place for all things celebrity, from major celebrity moments like the Met Gala and the Oscars, to the weird habits of the stars you love, to refreshers on the biggest tabloid stories from the last 20 years, Ringer Dish has all the vital details. On Tuesdays, catch Jam Session with Juliette Littman and Amanda Dobbins for Royal Family Rumors, Celebrity Real Estate, and Industry Analysis. And on Fridays, listen to Tea Time with me, Kate, and Amelia for lightning fast coverage on pressing celebrity news and gossip. Check out Ringer Dish on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me... I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, and it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. To see Marissa licking whipped cream off of Riley's toes... Uh, like that. ...is the grossest thing that I've ever heard of because I know what's on the beach. It's sand, mud, and probably like dead crab bodies. All right, I kinda like that one. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm here today. It's a summit. It's a reunion. It's a special occasion. I'm here with Callie Curry. Hi, Callie. Hello. And Rachel Lindsay. Welcome back, Rachel. Hello, Juliette and Callie. I got to tell you, it's it's it feels good to be talking to you guys, but it feels a little weird to be back. I, I, I'm almost like, what am I doing here? Well, yeah, what are you doing here? <laughs> Fresh out of retirement. Obviously, I'm here because something big happened. And I and like yeah. I, I put friendship over everything. So that's what brought me here just for the moment. And then I'm going back into my hole. Are you? What about Michelle's season? Are you going to watch? I want to, but I feel like I have a little PTSD when I watch. So am I going to be triggered when I watch? I mean, like one bad thing Maybe. and I'm going to have to go. Um, I, I plan on watching Michelle's season. I want to support her because I know right, she's going to be great. Obviously, we're going to watch too. Also, it's like fucking soon. I cannot believe it. There's there's no break here. Anyway, we've gathered non-stop. here today. It's not. It literally is nonstop since ma- the beginning of Matt's season in June, in January uh, 20, 
Dee. Or no, I guess it's Katie. Whatever. Who cares? Let's move on. Um, <laughs> we're gathered here today to say goodbye to Piper and Brendan, who finally left the beach. There's so much to parse. I mean, I'm also really excited about this. I think um, though you're nothing of a hater, Callie is definitely like tough, the tough love one here. And I'm Whoa. definitely like, well, we all embarrass ourselves with boys. So <laughs> there's a, I, lot, a lot to say. Listen, no, I said I'm probably top five all time with horrible decisions when it comes to men. <laughs> so like, I'm not saying that I haven't also made horrible decisions. I just feel like, you know, there's two sides to every story. That's sure. That's where I stand. But what does that so, mean? I, I, you know, I'm, I'm new here. What two yes. sides? This is okay. This is, this is overall top line. I think it sucks what they did. Right. I right. feel bad for Natasha. I don't think she deserved it. No one is saying that. I think I cannot understand why you come on the show, right? Although the point of the show is to develop develop a relationship. Mm -hmm. Plenty of people have come to the beach looking for a specific person. That has happened in the history of the the That is the show. Like everyone knows each other. It's like all hanging out in California. 100%. Yeah. And like other people on this actual show did the exact same thing. Came down there with like a list or two people or had a top person, whatever. Right. Do I think Brennan and Piper hung out before the show? Yes. Do I think they liked each other? Yes. Obviously, based on their conversations, which I do think were gross, they wanted to gain followers, I assume, which they will said. lead to more. Yeah, which yeah, will, but guys, which will Piper's lead to more got a money. Marketing degree. She doesn't, yeah. doesn't need a show. <laughs> but I like Piper. I'm sorry. I had to do it though. <laughs> I just feel like from watching the show up until Piper came down to the beach, like we would talk about it and be like, cause we go through every couple, right? Every week we go through every couple, we would get to Natasha and Brendan and we'd be like, it's clearly a friend zone situation. He's not being like overly romantic with her. I feel like Natasha was probably hurt from a, you lied to me standpoint. I thought we were actually friends. If you cared about me in the least bit, you give me a heads up. You, you, Definitely, he definitely underplayed the situation. But do I think it was a we're on the path to leave the beach together and I've fallen so in love with you and you've broken my heart? No, I don't. (laughs) Rachel, what have you been hearing? You're back. You're thrust back into this. And what have you been hearing? Please tell us. Well, it's I'll take it back. I I feel like I've heard every side. So I, I, you know, who's telling the truth? I don't know. But you know, to take it way back, back in June, I was in New York. Juliet was with me. We were all at a dinner together. And Piper was fresh off the beach. And I asked, like, hey, how did it go? And she told her version would happen. And I just, I remember I kept thinking, that doesn't sound like Natasha. That seems, that just doesn't make sense from what I know. So then I talked to Natasha. She had a different version of it. Then I talked to people who work on the show. And my conclusion is, as I posted on social media, and it's been months since I've said anything Bachelor-related, I'm Team Natasha. And this is no dig against Piper because I personally have written Piper since. And I said, I'm not, I don't want to talk about you in a negative way because I'm not, I don't, I know that a lot is coming her way as is Brendan's, but I really don't care about that. I I know a lot's coming Piper's way and I don't want to 
talk bad or down on another woman, let alone a black woman at that. But she was wrong in how she handled it. And I think I think it's easy to forget things that you did and especially getting caught up in the moment. And for lack of better words, she was dumb off the dick. And apparently she still is <laughs> unless they're dating. She, unless they're, they're not dating more. She is. And we've all ladies, ladies, we've all been there. We've all been 100 percent too many times. Unfortunately, and we just yeah. didn't have it play out on television. And I think yeah. that she's she has had selective memory. Funny that Brendan used that towards Natasha, because I really think it's actually Brendan and Piper who have well, selective mem- memory about things. Uh, my main thing here, first of all, Piper then used that on herself. She was like, am I having selective memory here? And I'm just like, is Brendan incepting these women into thinking that like they're fucking up? Like, <laughs> I was just like, what the hell? Yes. But I, um, it, it's definitely been tough. When we saw Piper, it was clear that everyone was bracing themselves for the Brendan fuckboy edit. Like everyone in Bachelor Nation was. And no, everyone and everyone on the beach was. So then that leads me to believe (laughs) if every single person saw Piper walk down the stairs and was like, "Uh uh-oh, we know how this is going to go. Well, how do you know this is going to go that way? Oh, because it's been talked about multiple times because we all knew that they hung out beforehand because everyone was warning her about it. So like to me, I'm like, is it a complete blindside? No. Does it make what they did any less shitty? No, it's still super shitty. And like, I guess if I'm any team, then yes, I'm team Natasha. Like she didn't do anything wrong. I just right. don't think it was. Callie's a- been beaten into being team Natasha. We didn't start <laughs> in this place. <laughs> no, I just don't. I just don't think it was like a, this is out of nowhere. How everyone was acting like the Chris thing with Jasenia to me. I was like, wait, what the fuck? Where did this come from? Yeah. Whereas Brendan and Natasha, I'm like, yeah, we are, are like we saw this coming one way or another. Even if a guy came down that Natasha was super interested in and she was like, "Uh oh, I'm going this way," I would be like, "Yeah, not surprised. You're not sticking with Brendan." So like, it wasn't shocking to me that this happened. It wasn't a blindside. Still sucks. So- they still did the wrong thing, I guess. Even though other people did it at a different level, I think it's the way they handle it to like afterwards, and mostly Brendan more than Piper, like. Sure. The way Brendan spoke to Natasha, the things he was saying, like, just really rubbed me the wrong way. So I'm not saying that what what he did and what they did wasn't shitty. I just don't think it was a, whoa, we're shocked. A couple of, like, inside scoop things, I guess, is that. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, everyone's like, what's the timeline? What's the timeline? Natasha knew. And, you know, Piper's been like, we're friends. And Natasha said, well, actually, we just hung out once in a group getting our nails done. That doesn't, you know, mean that we're yeah. actually friends, which is, I, I agree. It doesn't sure. mean that. But they hung out in April. Then there were pictures that Piper and Brennan were hanging out. The Us Weekly article came out like the first week in June. I texted Natasha Cause she was like, I'm going to paradise. And I was like, no, but okay, good luck. You know, like I was like, don't go, but good luck. But when I texted her, her, her text messages came back to me, meaning green, her phone yeah. was cut I texted off. her too. And it was green. <laughs> that was before the Us Weekly article came out. So yeah. Natasha never saw what people coming to the beach may have seen. As being one of the first people on the beach, she never saw it. And I think that it's easy to convince yourself of, oh, maybe they did like each other. But if he's coming to the beach without her, then it clearly wasn't what 
Yeah. What everybody's making it out to be like, okay, they hung out. Maybe he hung out and knew that's not what he wanted. And this is what he wants now. That's something I would definitely tell myself. Um, Same, but especially with the guy that you're attracted to, like there's been a lot of times where, or even, even in a relationship with, there's been times where people are like, oh, well, he's with this girl or texting this girl. I'm like, he, he's not, he told me he wants just me. And then like two months later, it's like, oh no, he's fully talking to that other girl and I'm an idiot. Like, yes, totally understand. We all convince ourselves, especially if it's a really hot guy, especially in this circumstance, totally see that happening. Absolutely. And then the other thing that I have heard is that when Brendan came down to the beach, you know, Brendan keeps making these sideways comments about nobody wanted Natasha yeah, anyway. It's so fucked and, up. Fuck and, you, yeah, and all these yeah. things. So what was learned after is we all know Brendan has a type. Okay. He sure. obviously likes women of color, but he likes a particular woman of color. And this is something that was relayed on the beach that wasn't relayed to ta- Natasha until later after Brendan was gone. And so what, what Brendan likes a woman and th- this is what was said by him to men on the beach is that he likes a woman who looks like a Piper or a De- um, Deandra or, or a, a Callie or a Callie. <laughs> that's his hey. type. That's his type of woman of color. And he is not necessarily into darker skinned uh. black women. And so when you know that type of information and that's what he was telling other men on the beach, then you felt like, because if your type is Deandra and Marissa, why did you never go after them? Why yeah. did you go after the one woman that's not your type? Because she was dispensable to you. You didn't value her in the way that you valued the mm. other women. So you used her because she didn't mean as much to you as the women that you're attracted to. That is what I deduce from that situation. And that's what makes him so gross to me. Whether he was doing it intentionally, which I think he was, or subconsciously, that is exactly what he did. And so I think what's the like what bothers me the most, which is why I'm even here to talk about it all, is he used her. And that is such a, you know, like as we're stepping into, you know, all this awareness over the last two years, the fact that colorism is a huge issue, the mm-hmm. fact that darker skinned women are treated a certain way by society, Brendan put that on full display on the beach. And The fact that Piper, who I have always really admired in the way that she's been outspoken with the franchise and the way that she's talked about certain issues, the fact that she hasn't either seen it or seen it and spoken out on it is really troublesome to me. And I think that's like the biggest issue that I have in the whole Brendan thing is the way he just threw Natasha to the side, talked about it, talked about it in front of Piper, and then they just they just keep it moving. Um. Juliet can attest to this. There's not much that changes my mind on things. I'm very stubborn. (laughs) That little insight, I feel like, changes a lot for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's that's like really horrible. But one thing I was going to ask you, I mean, I like there's so many things. There are so many things there that are really upsetting. And, you know, obviously, like. That's just terrible. I mean, that's just like so awful. I can't imagine how that feels as Natasha to find that out after. But mm-hmm. I think like one major question that really came into focus this week wasn't really resolved in my mind is why people didn't like defend Natasha and help Natasha more. Like it seems like Piper hit the beach and she got more information from Serena than like than Natasha had the whole time. And it took like 
you know, extra time for everyone to like gang up on Brendan and Piper when like we've just even ganging up on people really easily over the last like few months. So I don't understand like where was everyone who had this information? Like why didn't they tell Natasha? I think that a lot of it was spoken about after they left. And while he was there, because he has Brendan clearly had so many friends on the beach. There was a lot of people from his season. It seemed like because people liked him and they didn't like Chris and they talked about it in this last episode, uh, even though, you know, Demi was leading that charge, which like whatever. But um, it seemed like everyone was just like, we don't really want to say anything because he's so-and-so's friend. Like it was, there was always going to be someone there that would protect Brendan to a certain extent. And maybe, I don't know who he said those comments to, but also I could see someone just not want to bring that up on TV because it didn't get brought up on TV. So whoever he told that to didn't want to say it on TV. I can't imagine the Bachelor franchise wanted to wade into colorism on Bachelor in Paradise. Because they don't know how. They don't know how to have those conversations. No, but it's not, they don't need to know how. They need to record the conversation so that people can see what people actually say in real life. That's supposed to be what reality television is, correct? Correct. Yeah, it's also, you know, as horrible as the season of The Real Housewives of New York was, seeing Ramona repeatedly say the <sighs> dumbest shit possible and, like, embarrass herself was worthwhile because we know who Ramona is, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we know that she is an ignorant, probably bigoted, self-centered, bad person. And, like, but at least we know that, you know? we have the, They got it on tape, and so we know right. that... I actually think that was a smart strategy. I think that Ramona needs to leave the show now. But like, I prefer like seeing who people are mm-hmm. to, you know, like keeping the show alive. But obviously that we know that's what The Bachelor tends to do. That's really rough. I One question I have for you, Rachel, also just from like having taken a break and coming back. How do, like how does it register with you seeing all of these people like talk about follower counts and like social media so much on the show? Because it's 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 like I, I don't really know the way around it, but like social media has become like a character on the show. It's weird. Right? Wait, well, let I, me add let me add one question to that. Is there not a small element to every single person that comes on the show? Is there not a part of them that realizes that this is part of the benefit? It might not be the reason why you're going on the show. Mm-hmm. But what like what Thomas said in that one podcast interview when you're like weighing with out Rachel's husband. Oh yeah. Yeah, with your husband. Um oh, I was on, I was like, talking it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um he said like when I was when I was offered to go on this show, I just weighed out all the pros and cons. Is it not something that people weigh out as a pro of going on the show? I think now they do. So it's I, I personally like hearing to answer Juliet's questions. First, I like hearing people talk about follower accounts because it's something people assume. But if you if you follow people's actions and what they do, then you know that they're into the follower accounts and the likes and the attention that comes with it. So to me, there's a part of me that finds it a little bit refreshing that we're talking about people doing things for clout. But as far as clout tea, clout tea. <laughs> but as far as when it became the over almost like most people that's what they care about i feel like that it, that has changed since i've been off the show because i can honestly tell you when i got on the show i didn't have a twitter account i didn't have 
um, a huge following. I think my account was set at private and never once did it occur to me that I was going to increase my followers account because that wasn't the path that I was headed on. I didn't understand influencing life. I didn't get that. And yes, that came with being on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. But I was always like, oh, I'm going to go back to work, which I did for two years until I stopped working. There were several people on my, I would say it was like half and half on my season, next season of The Bachelor. Half people got it, half the people didn't. Mm -hmm. Over time, I would say it's 90% of people. And for Paradise, it's like 98. Everybody is going because it's the first time you get paid unless you're a lead which Becca's the first that's ever happened for a lead to come to the beaches. And you're getting the the attention. You know, you have the teach to grow your star. I don't know. It's not as much as people think. I bet it's not. I mean, I, I bet it's like, it's probably a day rate, right? So it depends how long you last. And yeah, then- it's not it's not what people think, which is why people bank on the attention they're going to get from it. That conversation with Brendan and Piper is truly what people talk about. Just the yeah. fact that they were dumb enough to be mic'd. And, and yeah. people keep asking me this too. Why were they, why were they talking? I, you were told when you're on the show that if a camera is not on you, don't worry about it. It's not being recorded. If you look at the angles from where the the camera's shown, I don't think they can see that there's a camera on them. So I right. think that's why they were freely talking. That's but he's he know he knew he touched his mic he fucked with it like well, he at that, knew. yeah at that point it was like head on and he was like because we all used to try to like beat our mics and like ruffle them and and like production would be like stop doing that. But, but even even when he did that, I think he was more so like just like just in case. It didn't seem like he was like, oh shit. He didn't stop talking. Yeah. yeah. I was, I just assume everyone's drunk too. But can we talk no, about what happened tonight? Unless they I took know, that away. But for these these um very skinny women, two drinks an hour for like, you know, 16 hours a day, 30. I mean, I don't know if they like Wait, you said like a, a minimum nap. or a maximum? It's a maximum. Two drinks an hour. It's two drinks an hour. Oh, 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 okay, okay. But I don't know if like they cap the number of hours, right? Like, I'm, is Wells keeping account? Like, what's going on? I, and also, is Wells truly the only bartender? He can't <laughs> no. be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he can't be. But tonight, they finally left. And I actually thought this was Brendan's like worst performance yet. I'm not a fan of Roaster Roaster Store Joe and the the harem of women and confronting them. But like, I did think that Brendan was a, was a pretty big dick. But on the other hand, I was sort of like, what was he supposed to do in that moment? I don't yeah. know. I, Callie, I'm kind of curious what you thought because. <laughs> I mean, I think in general from Katie season to this season, it's really weird how the cast is now like kind of in full control over who goes home. Yeah. Like, they ganged up on people multiple times on Katie's season. Every time they did it, every single time they did it, the person they ganged up on went home. Oh, wow. And then now on Bachelors in Paradise, it's happened twice. And then, like, Joe made a point at one point that was like, I mean, we don't really control who goes home. Like, if, he doesn't, if they don't want to go home, they don't have to go home. That was ridiculous. When he was like, Chris left on his own accord or whatever he said. I was like, no, he didn't. You guys made them feel like shit. Like, there's, there's like, that's yeah. bullying. Yeah. He didn't I leave mean, because he wanted to. He felt like yeah. he had to. Like, forcing them out. Am I happy that they're gone so that, you know, we can get past this? <laughs> yes, I'm happy they're gone. Even though I enjoyed the drama. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm happy they're gone. But I'm also like... This is not how it works. Also, it seems like now every time someone changes partners, it's like they're such a bad person. I'm like, this is what it is. You went on Bachelors in Paradise. You were dating him for three days. You Mm -hmm. like 
He, if someone else comes down the stairs that he likes more, sorry, that's what the show is. Does it suck? Yeah, but you signed up for it. Don't you think people are questioning now, though, because of what happened with the Chris and I'm not, I don't know the other girl's name. And, Alana. Uh, Alana and Brendan and Piper. People are, it's like tainted it. It's like they should just shut it down and start over because I feel like people are so jaded because of what happened. Because you're right, Callie. Like that's the rules of the game to quote Brendan and Piper. Let me ask you both a question. Do you really think Brendan and Piper left on their own? Um, I mean, I have inside information, so I can't answer that question, honestly. So <laughs> Rachel and, Rachel and I received the information together. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they were forced to leave. Yeah. And but isn't it obvious? Like Piper looked I'm, like she was ready to go. She, like, she punched him happy. and she was like, I, which again, I told you. Piper is yeah. blowing up the spot, right? Oh my Brendan God. First of all, it together. Piper's the, <laughs> that is the okay. Let's rewind really quick. If there's anything Piper did wrong. Which I don't know if this is really wrong, but on multiple occasions, she was like, I don't understand what's going on. We planned this. And I'm, Brendan's like, yeah, what we, are plan- you doing? we plan to hide it. You are going against the plan, not me. And I was, you could see in his face, like trying to like calculate, is she trying to fuck me over? Is that what's happening? Or is she really, does she really not like get what's going on? And then he would be like, eventually so he, would, he was like, oh, she doesn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, she forced him to just like spell it out. It was pretty yeah. weird. Oh, but I did appreciate that. And she was able to say in clear conscience, I couldn't be clearer that I came here for Brendan. Like she, and that's, <laughs> no. that's true. She I was like, that's correct, Piper. We get it. Well, yeah. so that's what I think games. to Piper's view. I really do think that Piper was like, I don't even understand why they're mad. People come to the beach all the time for one person. I'm not understanding why they're mad. Obviously, she wasn't there for the two weeks beforehand. Didn't hear everything that Brendan was saying. Didn't hear him bring up his divorce. What else? Whatever else he had to say to get Natasha to buy into it. She didn't hear all that. So to her, she's like, this happens all the time. Why are people mad at me? I get where she's coming from. I think she's not drawing the line from like, yes, for him to stay here for you he had to fuck over someone. That someone was Natasha. Do we get it? Let's yeah. draw the map. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she was ready to go. It was weird because he was like, if we want to go, then we're going to go. Like, because we want to. No one's going to force us out. And then literally, terms. yeah. And then literally the next scene was like, we're going to leave. Bye. I was like, wait. What? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I was like, mm, yeah. I, I don't, they, yeah. They, it was good for them to go though. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. 
With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together... We're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Why would they force them to go? I don't get that. I'll, I'll say something to the point of you said, that you said, like you love the drama of it, like to watch it, it was fun. But at the same time, you want to see the show, the show needs to move yeah. on. Yeah. And it was it was stagnant with them there. Like it was always like, oh, there they go. It was an issue. I don't think Natasha could fully move on. And imagine if Natasha went home and they stayed. It just it had to to keep the story going for Paradise. I mean, that's the fatal flaw of the show, right? Like once you couple up, like if you do three rose ceremonies in a row, like you should have to leave as a couple. Like go somewhere else. It's like (laughs) on F Boy Island, how they have like, uh, by the way, I saw Casey on the street. It was thrilling. Um, kind of. He looked he looked lost and that's hot, but still really exciting. Oh, and shout out to Monique who said hi to me on the street. Thank you for listening, Monique. Anyway, I you, they got to get rid of the couples. Like they need to like go to like some other location or just go home. Like it's <laughs> no, but couples couples are boring. There's a reason why married people are boring. Sorry, guys, to both of you. <laughs> <laughs> they are boring, but part of the show is those strong couples breaking up because then someone walks down the beach yeah. and someone gets like fucked over. That's part of the show. But the like one- Mari and Kenny, they're not breaking up again. So what are you supposed to do with them? Probably. Yeah. We don't know. They seem very it's fickle. So fucking confusing. This love for Kenny. I don't, I, I don't care. I it, will. The one thing I did not I like, like though about the like rose ceremony. Too, yeah. I, the producers obviously like help people out. Right. Could we have not just had like Ivan give Natasha a rose? Like I hated that they were like saving the day for her when I'm like, guys, Natasha is one of the prettiest people. On the- By the way, she looked fucking amazing. I texted yeah. Juliet and I was like, yes, does she, is she probably embarrassed how this all played out? Sure. She looks fucking phenomenal right now. And she definitely like dressed to impress on that rose ceremony yeah. day. She's got really she good stuff. Um, yeah, but I'm like, she's super pretty. She's super smart. Like, let's not like save poor little Natasha. Like, she has friendships on the beach. Have a guy that doesn't have anyone give her a rose. I didn't like how it was like, we have this rose for you. And it's like, no, she just deserves to be there. Someone should give her a fucking rose. Yeah. Kendall had to stay. They needed that drama. I was more bothered oh, by yeah. the fact that Polly brought it out on a cutting board. Did you notice that? It was on yeah. a legitimate cutting board. It was very you couldn't just hand it. Polly. Polly. You couldn't hand it to her. Wells couldn't hand it to her. A cutting board. I said, yeah. and they didn't even need to bring Polly out. Love him. Love Polly. They, it was unnecessary. Yeah, I just thought I was just like, it's not like she's not a catch. So right. also like, what if like Wells had just given her the rose? If he was just like, hey, I'm I'm the mayor of paradise. And I decided, Natasha, like you need to stay. Will you accept my rose? That would have been cuter. That's a good point. Like they didn't have to do it that way. And also I'm not going to say anything. what <laughs> I can't say, though. I don't know. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like there was there definitely was a better way. I don't know. Like I 
I hope the lasting image of Natasha for her sake is not her crying. Like she definitely deserves more. So I hope that she finds something. And then she goes on this date with Joe, Dr. Oh, Joe, God. other Joe, the largest margarita glasses I've ever seen. <laughs> like no wonder a bug flew into one of those. It was so, it's like a literally a sugar ball. It was like so gross. And also no salt. Come on. I need a, I need salt with my margarita. Do you? Nah. Yeah. No. No. Really? Come on, guys. I love salt. Speaking of drinks, do you like Bloody Marys? Me? I prefer a spicy one. Oh, look look what we have here. Yeah, like down (laughs) in New Orleans. uh, Like if you you really want to try one, you got to go down to New Orleans and try one first. Who doesn't uh, Callie, them? Callie said that it's a white girl thing to drink Bloody Mary. So that's oh, wait, she's let me be clear. <laughs> I am never going to order one. But if I go to a place and that's the only option, or if I have like a bad hangover, or if I'm in New Orleans and I can get a spicy Bloody Mary, then yes. But I've never gone to a restaurant and said, I'll take a Bloody Mary. Yeah. So on the <laughs> on, on all the time. <laughs> By the way, she does. Since that episode, <laughs> she sends me the Bloody Mary menu everywhere she goes. But I love one. I'm sorry. <laughs> on an episode, uh, Deandra was talking to Chazen. Chazen. And he was like, oh, you like brunch. I was going to make you a Bloody Mary. And she was like, I've never had one of those before. I'll, <laughs> I'll take a mimosa. And everyone was like shocked by it. And I was like, I feel like it was like a cultural difference. Like brunch to black people are mimosas. Brunch to white people is Bloody Mary. I've never tried a Bloody Mary, nor do I have any intention on drinking like a ton of V8 juice. Like I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Since we're revisiting this, I'd like to apologize for mispronouncing Michelada, which is a wonderful cocktail from Mexico, not Texas. I'm I'm very sorry to everyone. (laughs) I know. I'm sorry. I've like only had them in Austin. I'm really sorry. That was wrong. And I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I love Bloody Marys. Last week was Rosh Hashanah and I started my 5782 with a delicious Bloody Mary. Mm. And I felt great about it. It was just a great day. So, you know, cheers. Cheers to the new year for Jewish people and really for everyone, you know. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) Natasha and Joe, Dr. Joe, important distinction, friend of the podcast, went on this date and it was so awkward. Just like poor Natasha. Yeah. I mean, it was clear that the producers probably were like, Dr. Joe, take out Natasha. And then to have the date be dominated by talking about Brendan, like, it doesn't get worse than that. Like, that's, no. don't you just want to move on? Like, yeah. can't, can our girl have some fun? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I just don't get it because outside of all this drama, like, we talked about it when, like, the first, the show first started, you would think that she would be one of the, like, top people that people would want to go for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, I was not worried about Natasha. You know how sometimes you watch the show and you're like, oh, please, someone come down mm-hmm. for this person. That's not what I feel about her. So, like, they could have waited. There's two new guys coming in next week. I It seems like, based off previews, that there's some connection there that happens. I'm like, just let people pick who they want. She will get picked. She's not going to get picked last. Yeah. Who's the guy that she connects with? Um, What's his name? He was kind Who's of… Susan? Uh, Tasha's. I get Tasha and Claire's season confused, but he was on as that you one. Should. It's yeah. the same one. <laughs> um, <laughs> as you I call should. It I will say this about apparently, and and I want to be clear too. I have more than one source. Okay, but <laughs> when the they first got to the beach, 
I guess the guys were kind of like, who are you interested? Who are you interested? Who are you interested in? Everyone kind of named a person and they all were like, okay, you go with her, you go with her. Brendan said Natasha. So the other guys didn't really go after Natasha. That's why she's like, there were other people I was connecting with, but he kind of was like, I want to talk to her right off the bat. Mm. I have to say, I'm just shocked that Brendan is this manipulative. I did not see it in Tasha's season. I really, I was like, I was I drinking did. the Kool-Aid. I know you did. I was drinking the Kool-Aid and I was like, this guy is so sweet. I just want happiness for Brendan. He must be so hot in his turtleneck. I hope he gets new fashion. Like, I just don't get it. But like, I was so, I, I did not think he was like some diabolical mastermind. I'm very confused by this. I, I yeah. guess this is my own bias, but I'm like shocked. I don't think I even cared about him on Tasha's season. <laughs> like he made zero impact. I will say day one on the beach, I was like, holy shit, was he this hot on the other season? Like <laughs> He got hotter. He got yeah, hotter. he they had the, the, the glow up in between seasons. Uh, I thought he looked amazing on the beach, which is another reason why I'm like, I get why Natasha was like, I'm going to make you like me. I would probably do the same thing. So I get that part of it. But I definitely didn't think he was like, I don't know. Everything you've told me today has like really just thrown me off. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm here for, Callie. (laughs) I'm here to fuck shit up. (laughs) Rachel, seriously, that's what you do. Um, Rachel, what's it like for you watching Becca in Paradise? You used to co-host Bachelor Happy Hour with her. I know you guys are pals. Like, must be weird. Did you know she was going? So let me tell you, I, back when they were filming, Becca had her phone during filming because not the whole time, but I guess she had to check in because um, she podcasts. And right. so Andy Dorfman, former, shout out to Andy, former bachelorette, text me, Becca, and, and herself in this chat, group chat. And she was like, hey, I'm in town. Let's go to dinner. And I said, Andy, yo, I think our girl is in paradise. And Becca did not respond for like three days. And then she comes back and she's like, didn't even address that. And she's just like, oh, we'll have to get together soon or something like that. She said. (laughs) And so Andy and I went on our own and I was like, I'm telling you, Becca's in paradise. And I I, maybe I must have read it like I still, you know, on social media, spoilers and stuff still pop up. So I must have seen it. But I was kind of joking to see if she would confirm she didn't. But um. I, if Becca had talked to me and I, she has now told me she purposely did not tell me she was going to paradise because she knew I would talk her out of it. That's what she said. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I tried to talk Dr. Joe and Ivan out of it and they didn't listen to me. So. I tried to talk everybody out of it, but I, I'm glad that she made the decision for her. I have seen her since the show. She seems very happy, whatever that means. And so I'm, you know, I'm excited for for Becca. I would, but I would have advised her not to go. But I, I do know that she had a lot of demands, so it was kind of a power move for her to nice. go. And I cool. appreciate that. If she was going to cool. be the first to do that, like she made sure that they did it right. So good I for will, her. I will say she's come across amazingly. Yeah. Like Juliet and I have talked about like her personality. I feel like I know her more in these like three episodes than I did on her entire season. Mm -hmm. She seems so much more fun, so much more of a girl's girl. She also looks amazing. So like, don't think it was a bad move. It wasn't. I was wrong. I can say that. I was wrong to tell Becca not to <laughs> go to paradise. So, so big of you. Also, that's great. Also, Becca is, I'm happy to see this side of her too, because a lot of people think that they're always like, we didn't get much from Becca when she was the Bachelorette. But Becca's like, 
can have an attitude. She could be a little sassy. She's 100% a girl's girl. She's fun. She's, she's like always down for a new adventure. And like paradise is kind of for her. So I'm happy people are getting to see another side of her because a lot yeah. of times people are like, oh, she just does what she's supposed to. No, Becca, you know, can shake things up. Are, are you surprised by how much screen time and personality grocery store Joe is showing and getting? Not at all. He has a bachelor podcast. <laughs> not a, not at all. But people did they love podcast him. while they were there. What did Natasha and Joe do the pod together while they were there? I have to go back. And I know look. Becca I think they did. did. So they had think, to, they had to. I think so. I don't think there was an interruption because also Becca they would be giving it away. But people love grocery store Joe. They I love know. him. I know you. I, do. <laughs> I didn't get it. Episode one of Bachelors in Paradise, or like first first time around. The beginning of this season, I was like, I like him, like whatever. And by, well, I don't like how he's handled the past two situations with Chris and Brendan. I he's think high it's a little his own weird. Supply. He's feeling like he's like the mayor yeah. of Mexico. I'm just yeah. like, come on, man. But other other than that, he seems just like a really nice, normal ish guy. If you talk to him in person, I gotta say, I really enjoy him. Yeah, I, I, I that too. I really, really do. I mean, he used to podcast with me. I've talked to him off camera. It's he doesn't take himself too seriously. And I like people like that. I think maybe the last two episodes, he's kind of been a leader or led the charge, I should say, against certain people, which might not be which isn't cool. But he's really cool. Like off camera. I like him a lot. I gotta I gotta I mean, tell you. It doesn't seem like anyone dislikes him. Uh, I don't dislike him either. I'm just like, well. I'm like, I'm opposed to him, like morally, just as a point of principle, I'm opposed to him. But like, otherwise, yes, he seems fine. I also like that he doesn't seem like he's every other guy on this show. And I love, I like grocery store Joe. I think he's very charming. Every other guy in this show, though, is like, did you get them out of a catalog? So like, I think he brings like a lot of like, I could see him at my grocery store. <laughs> you know sure. what I mean? Like, it's more real. So it makes him more real. And the way he acts is more real. Even him wearing, like, I don't even know, like, TJ Maxx sweats on day one. I was like, this is more normal. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's true. Yeah. I, in this week when he was wearing like, the blue polo shirt or collared shirt, whatever, and jeans, I was just like, he really does look like any, any man in America. Also, did anybody notice Brendan's shoes? Right yes. before he got kicked out, was he wearing he was like loafer church shoes? Like, did you forget yeah. you were in sand on the beach? Like, he came like he was going to a rose ceremony on the Bachelorette. I said, "What kind of shoes are these?" I thought maybe I'm not seeing this right. Maybe these are tight swim shoes. And then meanwhile, I think they were leather. They were. And meanwhile, <laughs> Piper was barefoot when they walked out. So I was like, okay, one one extreme to the other. <laughs> I feel like there was a lot of extremes because also, meanwhile, someone else was getting whipped cream sucked off their toe. Yeah. And I was going to say, on that note, let's talk about Riley and Marissa and the whipped cream. Um, <laughs> I can't. I, it was hearing Wells be like, I know it's on that beach. It's sand and mud and it's disgusting. I was just like, okay, no, thank you. <laughs> Callie looks like she's going to vomit. I have to say I'm really happy for Marissa and Riley. I hope they're still together. But like... I don't know. That was just sort of gratuitous. I mean, but I'm, you know what? I'm glad it it evolved to going to the boom boom room because I just feel like that is like one of the more normal things to happen on this it? show. I think they went to go do an ITM. Oh. <laughs> no, they, they saw, 
We saw I, them go into the room, though, didn't I we? What? No, you didn't. You just saw them come back down the stairs. They said the people on the cast were like, oh, they're going to the Boom Boom Room. And then they're like, oh. they've been gone a long time. Oh, and I then think they fell for it. I think they, they went come to back. ITMs. And then they but came back down the stairs. I was hopeful they were having sex. That I, was more, like more I was more disturbed because I have a dairy aversion. So to see that much <laughs> whipped cream all up in the face, forget the toe. It was the dairy. Oh, no. <laughs> also, you just be so sticky. I would need a shower. And like, she looks so good. She was. Yeah, she I was love whipped cream. Me too. No fucking world am I sucking whipped cream off of anything that has touched a floor and not been washed. <laughs> and even after being washed, if it's generally on the floor a lot, probably not going to touch it and put it in my mouth. Like also, they got to be really sweaty, right? It's like uh, everyone's June in sweaty. Mexico, so also it's like they sweat the- and ice and whipped cream together. They didn't play the game right. I would have looked at that thing and I've been like, it says finger. You know what I mean? I, no way I would have been like, toe. It says toe. What is that? Finger. Like, we're doing fingers here. Does one of them have a foot fetish? I mean, like, just so gross. I also think it's weird in general to share... <laughs> this is going to come off really bad. Um, <laughs> to share creamy substances. <laughs> like, no, you can't have a sip of my milkshake. No, you can't. That's disgusting. Like, Damn. anything that's like creamy and thick that's gross you see it go back down the straw (laughs) i i can't so like when he had the whipped cream in his mouth i was just like oh the whole thing was just very was very gross it also was just sort of like i don't know i i hope they had fun as long as they enjoyed it i'm happy for them like they did Yeah. yeah happy for their love you know different strokes for different folks she's got the best makeup of all time in the history of of bachelor probably for a non for a non lead doing it herself it's like incredibly impressive i yeah. she looks so good and also like, her hair i know she it's like really amazing yeah and, yeah and they do she does it all herself right yeah yeah there's I, nobody in paradise helping them out um i was sad deandra went home i feel like i feel like she did she was a great commentator i feel like she should have gotten more attention she just seemed like she was fun i enjoyed her so i like I'll, her i'll miss her she's another one that comes across very normal Totally. Oh, so. by the way, her TikToks are amazing. Follow her on TikTok. Okay. <laughs> what's she getting up to? I, 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 <laughs> Callie's like always just like telling me what's up on TikTok. I I never know. <laughs> I, I yeah, I don't have one either. She does a lot of the trends um, very well, though. She dresses really well. She's a sneakerhead, which I also am, so I appreciate mm-hmm. that. She also like makes fun of the episodes, kind of with the trends of TikTok. So like, oh, cool. Yeah, so she's like smart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, cool. she's in pharmaceutical cells. Oh, she, she is. is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes cool. sense to me. Also, I think she's based in Dallas. So, mm-hmm. oh, she a friend is. for you. Yeah. Are you in Dallas? Mm hmm. <gasps> Rachel's from, from Dallas. Dallas. This is my permanent home for the last two years, <laughs> or I guess like on and off for like four. Okay. Off mic, you'll have to tell me what part of Dallas you're in. <laughs> I, know you're, I know you're not in Oak Cliff, which is where I'm from. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> um, also went home this week. Demi, finally. I'm sorry. I, I just, I, she needed to go. I'm not a fan. Rachel, have you met her? You must have met her. I like Demi. Oh my God. She's been I, awful this season. Let me tell you, wait, wait. Can I tell you all why? I haven't sure. watched, so I can't even tell you what she's been doing, what she's on the beach and she's been up to, other than maybe what I've read. The one thing I will say I appreciate about Demi is she doesn't hide what she's trying to do and who she is. Demi will flat out be like, I'm going to paradise because I need followers. Yeah, publicly. She's been, 
she's just like been railing on everyone though. Like she, like even oh, see, tonight, I seen it. even tonight though, she was like, you know, lecturing them about like what you're supposed to do when you get to paradise. And I just feel like she's a hypocrite. She just does anything for the cameras. Clearly she just talks it up for the producers. Yeah. I was just like, did Brendan and Piper come for followers? Clearly. Like, I don't know if you could be any more clear than they've been about that, but like, did you not? But does yeah. she use anybody? Like, I think that if, I think if Kenny reciprocated her whatever attraction, mm-hmm. I think that they, that she would reciprocate it back. Yeah. I, you know, like, I, 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 I don't think that she, that's the one thing I'll say is, yes, everyone comes to followers, but then Brennan and Piper took it to another level because they used someone and like, you know, like threw them to the side yeah. at the end of the day. No, 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 no. I wasn't comparing her to them. I was saying that she came down and was like, oh, you guys came for followers and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, True. I mean, that's what you've done. Also, this is like your fourth show. It's not like, you know what I mean? Like, um, I will agree with you that she says typically what she wants to do. She's not hiding anything. She doesn't seem to shame for anything that she does, whether it's right or wrong. Like, she's just like, that's what I wanted to do. Um, wait, also, by the way, last season she came on the show with a girlfriend right? and then had, and then had her girlfriend came, come down and they stayed on the beach and got engaged. So right. what was your reason for being there with that girl? And well, I've, I've, I've heard that Derek was, she was hooking up with Derek before that. And I heard he was upset. Right. Yeah, he was, I, he cried. And I guess I blame production, right? Because mm. obviously they all work together to have this storyline, to have an LGBTQ plus story line for the first time in this way on the show. Well, yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm saying her then saying to Brendan and Piper, what's your point of being on the beach? It's like, You're right. what was your point last yeah. season? It's, it's a great point. I kind of <laughs> forgot about that, but it's, it's right. true. She came I, with, a, with a significant other. I guess I think the reason with Demi is I know what I'm getting. So it's right. like, I don't have, I have no, I don't expect, I expect her to be hypocritical. I expect yeah, her yeah. to pop off and say something out the side of her neck. She's pure entertainment. I enjoy watching her on TV. And for that, I like, I like all of that. I think that's why I'm personally not very mad at Piper. It's just like Piper has been direct and clear, as she said the whole time. <laughs> and she just was like, perhaps she's playing a stupid game, but she, she and perhaps she was like, you know, a part of Brendan deciding he was going to like stay as long as possible to wait for her. But I don't think she has been deceitful. Like, I I don't know. I think Brendan is the one who has been like a dick and also, you know, just like rude. I I don't know. I didn't like when he was like Joe and like the, and all the females, I was like, people only say female and they're like, want to make women feel bad. (laughs) I think at that point he had like completely lost. Yeah. Lost the plot. Yeah. But I agree. I think that, Piper might have been operating a little like a, this happens every season. Why are we acting like this is new? Yeah. And she has been very clear, but she also like sat there where Brendan said, you know, not great things about Natasha. So like, yeah. I don't, you know, that wasn't cool. And she also said, thanks for playing the game. That one got me. Yeah. She's like, thanks uh, for playing the Brendan. game. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I wish this was highlighted even more on the show. She she was with Brendan before he left. So like well, they made that clear when they were like, were yeah. you with her? The so night before he she was helping him pack. I've, this is the, this is the story I've conjured up in my head. She was helping him pack. She put his outfits together <laughs> and she probably <laughs> dropped him off at the airport and waved him goodbye and said, I'll think see she's you like there. Driving him there. 
Maybe she Ubered. Maybe she paid for the Uber. I don't know. But in my <laughs> mind, that's how it all went down. It all, it all, like the fact that they were together the night before, it's, it's wild yeah. to me. It's, yeah. I know. I, I like that he stopped lying, but I also think it's because Piper got there. It's like he kind of like couldn't lie with her around because there was like someone to correct the record. Although, she probably it, it seems like they were like they're just gonna do whatever for each other which I don't know I guess I kind of admire and I don't but like it's to team Natasha but they're in I, it together I don't know if she would do whatever because she didn't get it it's like true. I felt like he had to stop lying he was like she can't keep up the lie so, so like <laughs> fuck it plan B we're just gonna tell the truth about everything she and- made she made one good point and I it was the only time that I go huh she said but this was an opportunity for us to get to, to be with each other without any distractions. Mm-hmm. And I thought, yeah, you got me there, Piper. That's, That's true. actually a because I having been not in paradise, but in that world, you it is really nice that you have no TV, no Internet, no phone. And you can really figure out, do I like this person? You're dealing with your emotions, what you want for yourself in life and with a partner. And you really have that with no distractions on this show in that bubble. So that was the one point where I was like, that actually makes a lot of sense from her perspective. That point, which also there's never going to be a time ever in your life where you have multiple weeks on end, where you have nothing to do, but spend time with your partner. Like that never Mm -hmm. happens in the real world. Yeah. That is the point for going on the show in general, not even just paradise, but bachelor, bachelor, bachelorette. That's how people get engaged in four days Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. Um, but like, I think when you watch it, like before you went on the show, you watched it and you're like, this can't actually happen. People actually can't get to the point of engagement. And then when you're in it, you're like, holy shit. If you're with someone 24 seven, like I can see how this could happen. Right? right. So fair point there. The second thing that I texted Juliet about was when Brendan was like, I never said that this was going to be romantic or I never led you to believe this would be a romantic connection. And Natasha, Natasha said, yeah, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what this is about. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that what this is about? <laughs> yeah. That I one think that she probably <laughs> did some like reprocessing. I don't know about you guys, but very frequently, like after a conversation, particularly with guys, I'll be, I'll like replay it. And like, it's almost like I have like get all the different camera angles out and I'm just like trying to see it from every potential perspective and I feel like she probably did some like rethinking of some of the things I talked about after that happened but I don't know I'm sort of like Natasha kind of glad to be closing the chapter on this it was great television but it's Mm -hmm. also like okay let's move on I mean that's it although I feel like the rest of the season like how can it possibly compare also Natasha yes this is super embarrassing although I feel like you came out on top in this situation absolutely so like it sucked in the moment sucked to relive it like all that but you look great. You physically looked great on the show. I hope you ended up finding love. And you got like 100,000 followers. So That's what I was about to say. At the end you, of the day. You beat them at their own game. 434,000. Natasha came into this with like less than 100,000. Yeah, it's yeah, amazing. That's nuts. It's worth it. Get that green, girl. Um, I'm looking Rachel? at everybody else's follower account now. <laughs> what are you, what are you up to these days, Rachel? Me, I go, I keep going down. You know, I piss, yeah. I piss people off. You know, I just posted something about Fauci. People are upset at me all over again. So, you oh know. my god, yeah, it's so controversial. Just, to talk to Doctor Fauci. 
she's from Texas and was against, you know, the abortion ban. So that, that, oh, that yeah. probably, <laughs> can't, probably lost, can't lost, help you. Lost literally you. just said on higher learning. Uh, let me make sure I make a note of that so I can figure out how to uh, send funds to an abortion clinic. I literally saw people are not happy with me at the moment. Whatever. We're happy with you here. Thanks for joining us, Rachel. Oh, thank, thank you, you guys so, so much. much for having me. Hopefully we'll be talking more during Michelle's season. We'll help you get back into it. We've got some resources for you. That's um, what I need. I need a group. I like a group. Yeah, we, <laughs> we can do it. We can do a catch up. We, we got it for you. Um, thank you so much, Kaya McMullen, for producing this episode. Callie, thanks to you as always. Just always a delight. And we'll be back on Thursday. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.